0: We here at Sports Best Friends acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land, water and sky throughout Australia on which we record. We recognise their strength, diversity, resilience and deep connection to country. We pay our respects to Elders of the past, present and future as they hold the memories, knowledge and spirit of Australia. Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends, NRL Adoro, a rugby league podcast that this season is Guardano Tua Madre. It will be unbelievable and I think it, it probably will be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. I'm Big T, views of my own and I'm recording these views live and direct with everyone's new best friend, Odin. How are you, sir?
1: I'm doing pretty well, mate. had a... Uh Big weekend. Yes, yeah. had a wedding. Uh, and uh, another one. Yeah, the oh, f- right. three and three weekends. Um, and the father of the bride was Tiger's legend, Bill Kane. Okay, wow. Yeah.
0: And uh, awesome, your first Mother's Day.
1: Yes, yeah, and I dropped the ball. I didn't have any presents oh, ready. No. <laughs> yeah, I um, you know, threw a lovely breakfast. Um, and treated her beautifully. But uh, <laughs> there's a facial or massage or something coming.
0: Is that different to you, what you normally do, treat her nicely all day? or Yeah, it's just yeah.
1: one day a year. <laughs> one day a year, I'm a gentleman. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, first Mother's Day was lovely yesterday. Um, yeah, brekky with my parents. Uh, yeah. and
0: uh, so, didn't even, so when you said you threw her and I for breakfast, it's really for your mum, and she just happened to be there. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, I, I dropped the ball hard. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, so I also had a lovely weekend, and then uh, I, I'm, I'm a bit more well-oiled, As a in a Mother's Day preparation plans, but I was also doing it for my fur baby. She insisted that she was already a fur mum, so this isn't just my third Mother's Day. I was also doing it for when we had a cat. So, um, flowers. Also looking after the in-laws' mum, your mum. There's a there's a lot of mums, and if you can, the grandmother. Like I was getting flowers and doing heaps of things because. Because then, like, it's a trickle down economics. Because you might do something nice for your old lady, but if you're doing something nice for her old lady and her grandma, then she's just like, she's essentially getting those three gifts too. She's like, oh, what a great bloke! So
1: yeah, and the cat as well.
0: Well, the cat, the cat. Let's be real. The cat's on the wayside now that the kids hear that. (laughs) The the cat's feeding for himself these days. He's doing a great job of it. Uh, He's still around, and he enjoyed the weekend of not having anyone annoy him
1: watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or
2: soccer.
0: Feed fans versus kebab stores. Speaking of, like, not being annoyed, this was mildly annoying. I know last year was the year before when we went to the first lockdown. They had this game where South played Broncos right at the beginning of the season, and the Broncos ended up winning. That was the same year they came last, I think. And so I always have... I get funny about... Um, south in brisbane i always feel like something weird's gonna happen first let's look at south so at mick the perm tweeted Tane milne is dead set the biggest tough the biggest fake tough guy and it was responded by at the biggest chapter who said stephen Crichton entered the chat and then at sharks obsessed wrote david Clemmer entered the chat Ooh. i love that but the um talk to me about Tane. look
1: Tane milne what can i say about Tane milne that hasn't already been said yeah um Look, I mean, anyone who steps on a rugby league field, fake tough guy. I mean, they're pretty tough to get there. Um, But when you consider in the scheme of things and the other players around them, yeah, you can definitely see that there's maybe a bit of a a mask being worn there. Stephen Crichton into the chat. I'm all about that. (laughs) David Clemmer, I don't know about that. I think he's a legitimate tough man.
0: The only thing I think people are talking about is that that game where the Knights were getting upset with Whoever that was, I can't remember who. Zach it was.
1: Lomax.
0: Yes, that's what. Right. He he said nothing until like after the game, and then had a few words, and people were just like, "Yeah, good on you, mate." Like you once have just laid him out. Yeah, like yeah. On the field. Do it on the field, and don't don't like try and like hold his hand for a long. Anyway, so I think. Um,
1: oh, that's what they were referring I think so, to. I, know, yeah. I mean, you look at his career though. He's got the crazy eyes, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. three a.m. in the cross, <laughs> you know, ten years ago eyes. Yeah,
0: um, Jesus, that was you were, that was a big reflection on you. You just gave us a real yeah, window into like, ten it. years ago. <laughs> just yeah, that's troubling times. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tane Milne. Yeah, look. Is it ha, has he won? Is he definitely better than Paulo? Or are you? Th- yeah, you I don't, think, I don't think Paulo's
1: okay. making the team. At the moment,
0: yeah. Okay, but sorry. Do you think it did I win the? He's the worst, or do you think Paulo's the worst? He's not think, even in the team. I still think Paulo's. Yeah, I mean that's, like that's the worst fair. <laughs> Yeah, it's fair. No <laughs> he's not even in the team. I guess I lost that battle just in that bit. But uh, okay, then let's let's talk generally about them because um, yeah, about South at writ large. Have you got well, what's your take?
1: Um, I've never been less upset to see South lose a game. I don't think because. You know, I'm such a fan of Reynolds. I thought if there was one game that I wouldn't mind us losing this year, it would be to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way he did it all himself pretty much. Um, uh, you know, I think two tries, assists, a try. Um, every kick he put up was touching the clouds, coming down on the, on the goal line. Yeah. Um, you know, he just had one of his all-time games. And um, as much as it hurt that it was happening against Souths, um, I think it sort of reinforced the, the poor decision that I think you know, fans were saying the whole time. Yeah. Um, and you know, they obviously had their reasons for making that call, uh, but it definitely looked like it came back to bite us.
0: Well, let's quickly talk about that. At Billy underscore underscore buttons, he's a Parramatta fan, and he wrote, Gee, I'm happy for Adam Reynolds. And at Mr. Christian Nicolosi, he said, Few at South Sydney Rabideau's fans booing Adam Reynolds while waiting to take the kick conversion... I thought they loved me, he quipped to <coughs> referee Grant Atkins, who responded, they definitely don't love me. Little Master thoroughly enjoying himself tonight. I don't, first of all, I don't like them calling him Little Master. Second of all, how do you see all that? Um, I was really disappointed when I heard those boos, because mm. you
1: saw when the Fox went back to Melbourne and the Melbourne fans gave him a standing ovation. I think it just says a lot about the, the class and quality um, of the club and the fans, I think. Um, you know, if South had made a bit of a deal about Reynolds coming back and shown him that respect, I think the fans would have done so too. And I think that's, it would have um, given the club a lot of shine as well as, you know, yeah. a guy, even though he's playing for another team, I think it's um, good for the image of the game. If you can put yourself above those sort of things, like yeah. he won a premiership for us, you know, played for us for 10 years. All time point scorer, did he end up winning that? Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I just think um, really disappointing. Uh, and you know, I got given a fair few serves from my mates for saying, you know, South fans, um, uh classic, um, poor losers, you know, the toothless army, all that sort of stuff. So um, yeah, it was it was tough to watch that. Uh and then when he came out and just brained it and, and beat us. Yeah. Um, you know, there was not much they could say. <laughs> <laughs> it's looking so
0: good. Uh <clears throat> on the other side, at Broncos Weekly said it it's fucking Kevolution baby, Broncos 13+, <coughs> 2-0 over South, Selwyn Cobbo is our new king, Prince, how fucking good was that, we're also so sorry to Pat Carrigan for everything we've ever said, you beautiful, beautiful human and soul, both of those guys were so good, Selwyn Cobbo, how good.
1: Yeah, watching him move, sometimes I feel like he's the most graceful human being on yeah. earth, and other yeah, yeah. times I think he's a mad goof,
0: and I just can't <laughs> tell,
1: I don't, I Depends what he's doing, I yeah. think, at the time. But yeah, he's um, he's a talent. He'll be something to watch. And I think um, when he does eventually learn enough of the game and get used to the NRL and move back to fullback, he'll be a lot of fun
0: to watch. It's that long torso vibe that, like, I think a really young Greg Inglis also had. We just it seems like their stomach just seems to go forever, and I, and not in a me kind of way where it's going out forward. It's more in a in, in that incredible elongated thing. So when they're running, like, it just seems like it's slightly. L- like, when he outruns Johnson, he doesn't look like he's running faster than Johnson, except for he just goes past him. And Alex Johnson's absolute lightning. Yeah. So that was an insane play. When he gets that, he gets that off, he gets that intercept, and it feels like there's a thousand bunnies around him, and he's just striding out. So that was one of the elegant bits. That The moment you said he's so graceful, all I could see was that beautiful run.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, he moved very quickly there. Oh, you so don't, good. You don't pull away from Johnson easily, and he did it. Burned him. Um, yeah. He was never in the shot. After,
0: no. after about 10 metres. Yeah. It was
1: hectic. It's um, man, I, there, I think there are just a couple of those Broncos backs who have so much potential. Obviously, everyone's talking about stags for origin and stuff, but I think Herbie Farnsworth um, doesn't get rated as highly as he probably should. Like His effort to deny that try, like in the middle of a tackle, you saw his hand move against momentum and flick back and knock that ball out of yeah. uh, whose hands would it have been? I was going to say, probably Milne. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, and that was like a conscious decision on his part. Again, split second, he's like probably rolling over on his own head trying to make (laughs) this tackle and he's flicking his hand on the off chance that it's somewhere near a ball. And it does and it knocks this ball out. And I think that sort of play, and there were heaps of them, like where we got over the line or we're right on the line, there were two tackles by uh, the 13 for the Broncos... Not Sierra. I can't think of his name That's now. Okay. But chopped like players right on the ball. Like yeah. Ken, I think Cam Murray was one. The other one might have been Liam Knight. Hit them right under the ball. Popped yeah. it out on the line. Yeah. Tackles to go. Like yeah. Just game-changing efforts uh, defensively, which the Broncos haven't been. Especially
0: not on the line. Mm. No. Mm. Like
1: the last two years, it's been a joke for for everyone how bad the Broncos' D is, and uh, and they really turned up.
0: The guy who plays. The, the other thing about the Broncos is I was still happy to be one of the only teams I didn't like all the time. But they're slowly turning in with, with that back line and Adam Reynolds and Pat Carrigan. So they've got a lot of people in there now that... Kurt Catewell. Yeah, Kurt yeah, Well. A lot of people that I really like. Their Gamble, Tyson Gamble, he's one of the ones who's still pulling them back. He's an absolute... I mean, I, I love that he's in the game. He's one of those larrikin, stupid heads, crazy haircut, or chirping away even if he's playing badly. Mm. Um, so He's annoying. But, but I'm glad he plays football. Like I'm glad he's in the NRL. But uh, he's probably the only person I can think of right now that, that still annoys me. But the um, yeah, there's a lot of characters in there now. that are, Like Melbourne, where you, you were supposed to hate them, but you just quietly were just like, no, nah, I kind of like this team. Yeah. And same with the Roosters a couple of years ago where everyone hated them because they kept winning, but quietly were like, no, nah, this is a fun team to watch. Yeah, The Broncos are trying. For the first time in my life of 30 years of watching football, finally the edging towards that with those people
1: yeah when you start to think like you know what i I don't mind watching these guys succeed (laughs) when when you used to hate it
0: yeah when you're chasing when you're riding a cobo against south who i like you know you know something's changed anything else
1: um no just touching on pat carrigan he uh first game back like you'd expect a player to you know run out of gas a bit but i think he played the first 69 minutes straight and then he got an 11 minute breather right at the end He's setting up tries. Like he gave Reynolds that try with a, a beautiful flick pass. Yeah. I, it seemed like every single tackle he was in. Um, and he was in my fantasy team. So he, yeah, he got me nearly a hundred points. Of so course. Pretty stoked about that.
0: <laughs> uh, score? Uh,
1: I don't want to actually remember this one. Uh, it was tough to watch, but uh, 32 to 12, I believe. I'll take to Check that?
0: that. Yep, someone listening to us can check that. The hyper M's for this had Tane Milne with 2.21 points. The highest point scorer for this thing. Havili uh, got to 1.47 and Cameron Murray got 0.74. Now this one fired up Mario. on oh no, to Brisbane. Uh, Adam Reynolds obviously got the 4.26. Pat Carrigan got 2.248. And Kobe Hetrington got 1.42. Um, and, and Selwyn didn't get in there, but I kind of like that because it it's like a oh he scored or did some amazing play. He gets the points, and that didn't happen. Except for when you look at the Tane Milne one. That was a weird selection. The, everyone's watching the game in their own way. So, like, I'm not going to tell the guy who is supposed to be choosing. But Mario C, exactly, Mario underscore C who's, a, who's a great bloke, fired up immediately when he saw this online. He was just like, this is bullshit. This guy didn't watch the game. He's watched the highlights. He's seen Tainan Mill score twice. So he's looked at the stats and he like, just fired up with the bloke. Like, this is Ooh. bullshit. Yeah. This is just going back to Dalian shit when no one watches it and you just throw around it's stat things. So I was like, fuck, that's... I can see where he's coming from. Some
1: strong discourse there. I love that.
0: (laughs) He was fired up. Uh, I mean, yeah.
1: That um, Kobe Heverington was the third inning he put those two shots on. So that's, you know, game-changing moments.
0: So the Bronco player obviously shows you that the guy's watching the game. Mm. And the Tane man obviously saw Tane do stuff that I couldn't see.
1: Yeah, Uh, I I, I can't justify that one either.
0: Uh, Before we get off this game, at Simon Jurner said, Selwyn Combo is a bonafide stallion, (laughs) out and out throbber. (laughs) (laughs) Which I loved. Maybe he just likes a long torso like me. Uh, And the next game, Flap City versus your Mighty West Tigers. Let's talk about Manly. At Beck Prestwich, she said, Love them or hate them? Manly that is. It's pretty cool to see three brothers playing the same team together. I love to see it. Uh and that that brings back to your old mates. Mm. They got four brothers on the
1: field at one point, so Brett would have been loving that. <laughs> um yeah, it, it was cool. I did you see the interview with Jake or with the Trebojevic boys after the game and he said I haven't watched it. But... Oh he said the word proud forty seven times did in he? two sentences. <laughs> and you know how genuine he is. It's yeah. just like oh, I was just so bloody proud to be there. And you know, it's like full energy. And you're like, you've just played 80 minutes of footy. How do you have this energy? But he's so stoked for his little brother. Yeah. He was throwing up thumbs left, right, and center. Yeah, like, that's what I saw. It was classic to um, Gerbo, sorry. And yeah. then Burbo comes on the scene two tries. Yeah, Big game for the uh, the Trebojevic boys. Uh,
0: and at we tweeted, Patchy, but we needed that. Tom will be good for the run and our kids are cementing their spots more and more. No injuries is a bonus as well. Some try reviews maybe cost the Tigers the scoreline they deserved. Now I love that last bit because uh, it was it was a weird game in that it was a weird game in that the Tigers were in it the whole time. That's four games in a row now where we haven't looked like a terrible team for more than five minutes. Um, and Manly looked good. Manly at the beginning, everyone was tweeting how stupid they how badly they were playing, which I, I wasn't seeing. But the um, I, I was really impressed by. It. They're also a really gritty team. Like they just. Even when they got that sim, that send off last week, and things like that, they were just in the game the whole time. And this one, the Tigers were the ones trying to come back, but but Manly never really let us really back in. Like we got, I think, as twelve points as close as we got, and then they kicked on again. So, although he might say they were patchy, I, th- I think Melbourne. Uh, sorry, the Sea Eagles played well.
1: Yeah, I thought they were consistent in defence, and I think a lot of people look at attack more than they do defence, even though it's only half of the game. Um, if you're defensively consistent your attack can be patchy and you can right. still sort of pull away with it i think um i love that from a manly fan though you know being you know, that's a pretty um balanced view yeah. of the game and yeah the tigers sort of they kept poking them and pushing them further and further um i didn't feel like there was going to be a boil over mm. in that game um but yeah you love to see the tigers doing well like that and how do you feel about Peachy coming back and playing pretty well at centre?
0: Yeah, yeah, and look, he, I mean, defensively, I saw some times where he got a bit lackadaisical-ish, but he had one of those peachy tries that I think later was overturned, where he gets the ball maybe 12 metres out and then it just somehow weaves, spins, does all this weird Peachy stuff and pops out the other side, puts the ball down. When I saw that, I was like, that's like Penrith Peachy right there. Like, that's mm-hmm. exciting that we've got that version. Uh, and obviously him being dropped and things like that is having an impact on him. But before we talk more about the Tigers, the entire world of Twitter was talking, was refs faulting. And, and I hate a refs fault, but I feel like I've got to at least stamp it in here so that it's kind of out of the way. At Panchara Rob said, if the West Tigers went on who wants to be a millionaire, the only lifeline we'd get uh, as are ask Eddie or choose a new question because we never get a 50-50. <laughs> now Pure love
1: We didn't
0: put that in. Out of all of the rest folding tweets that were out there, and, and Bichara Rob is an absolute league, such a great fan and a great t- Twitter account, uh, not just for Tiger stuff, but generally. But that was really well put. Now, I don't wrestle, fold but I thought it was worth mentioning because there were so many tweets about it. How did you see the refereeing, just very briefly? Um, well, the, not the refereeing overall, because, fuck, that's not important. How did you see those overturning bits? Those,
1: those 50-50 calls, I think...
0: Well, the I tries, th- really. Let's just look at the tries that were overturning.
1: I can't help, but go back to what Todd Payton said earlier in the season where he said these top teams right. are getting the rub of the green, they're getting those 50-50s, and, and the the um, teams with, I don't know, I guess further down the ladder or with um, you know a smaller fan base or whatever he was sort of referring to, just the smaller teams um, aren't getting those calls. And I think that every time it happens to a team like the Tigers, like Manley's, the Truboje- the, the Trebojevic's, they're the Northern Beaches, the Silver Tales. They've been a strong team for the last 20 years or so, almost. Um, and I just, Sold out home ground. Yeah, their biggest amazing. crowd of the year. Mm. Um, and I think that I have been coloured by that sort of call that Todd Payton made, and I think Justin Holbrook backed up. Um, but I, yeah, I thought a couple of them were probably a little dodge.
0: Yeah, well, there's one where it's just hard when, when we score easily and then they find something. But I think all of them, unfortunately, were legitimate. There's one where he catches a ball. The the lead runner runs through untouched, does the right thing, t- tries not to do an obstruction, but he catches the ball. The guy who catches it's on the inside yeah, of him and runs behind him. So that's, you know, that's a Letter shame. the law, that's, Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a shame and it doesn't really impact it, but at the same time, we've got to have that rule in there for the time it does impact it. That, that one with Peachy where it looks like he may have bobbled it just before he put it down, you just think... You know, if you're a Tigers fan, you really want to try you'd be like, oh, there's no bobble in there. But if you're, if you're unbiased and looking closely, you'd be like, oh, guys, I think there's a small bobble in there. I can't remember what the third one was, but there, there was a couple. The, uh, those two particularly, I was like, geez, this is just unlucky. Like I was saying in the first week or two weeks, this, we're not, that's not a bad team. That's excellent execution. Just, just a small amount of disluck in in a second worth of how, or maybe it is how we did it. It's just a small. Is that Probably tiny bit of polish. Yeah. Or, yeah. But the play was right. How we set it up was right. The kicking game was good. Um, all of those things were good. In fact, and I felt great. It was similar to what you said about the South one. Like, I didn't feel bad after that loss. And, and the rolling ball number one wrote, Tigers fans, don't be discouraged. You've got a gutsy team with a lot of heart in 2022. At Carl's, Carl Kyle said, no matter what the result today, I'm proud of our boys. They aimed up with the back line held together with a masking tape and a two-man bench. And at Everything West said, honestly proud of the effort today doesn't help at all when you have three tries disallowed players in the bin and eight out of 17 currently out. And at Sharky Dave 44 said, Tigers didn't win, but they showed more fight than they have in ages. Whether the major's right coach going forward or not, at least it looks like the club who of once is all together, who for once, sorry, is all together, add in Appy, and their attack looks way better too. I'm not interested in looking at next year. I really want to try and do well this year. But there's a lot there that you can see where people are just feeling good about it generally. Um, and I know last year when we had, when we played Manly, we were kind of going okay. The first student, I think we'd scored it was six nil after about thirty minutes, and then they put on two or three quick tries before the first before the end of the half, and then scored them again the second half, and it was like forty to six when the end of the game, and that was the end of our season. I felt like that was we're not in games mentally. So the fact that we're at the same kind of mark of the season and we're a completely different team makes me feel great
1: yeah make progress it's what it's all about and um that I think Carlos Carlos saying about the backline held together with the sticky tape Mm. it's a fair point Mm. like any team loses some some pivotal pieces like you guys did um and held together I think you did pretty well
0: and we've got back rowers in the second row at the moment trying to actually that was one of the craziest ones the toe on that bloke he's yeah. a bloody second rower yeah. I couldn't wait for him to get run down and see what we're going to do next We just kept going then Tom came over and he just kept see, running see you later. it was hectic yeah that and was amazing
1: going to Penrith for less money next yeah, year I mean.
0: <laughs> we've got him now that's what matters so I'm, I'm feeling well, we'll do tips in a sec but I feel like the, the game against the cows is going to be an interesting one next week because they're so good at the moment the carving yeah they're so good at the did moment. it just take
1: Todd Payton you know the year to get, get settled get all these systems and processes in place and get everyone on the same page yeah people to buy in yeah mm, everyone maybe. on the
0: bus mm, yeah, yeah and uh, so i can't wait to see us play them next week because we've always smashed the cows except for, like we have a hoodoo against them normally mm. and so i'm looking forward to seeing if we still have that drive to try and stay in a game where they're really really good they're on yeah like melbourne when we played in the first round score uh the
1: tigers score yeah it was sorry i should be ready this is my, <laughs> my one job Thirty six twenty two.
0: and the 22 was really great for me i was really excited by that the uh 321 for that was in fact this guy you might remember when we played the titans hyper rams were just talking about how shit everything was and how the head had left with the tigers any points that was about four rounds ago now we've got so many good players on both sides it was hard to give points Manly 3-2-1 Cherry Evans, Tur- Burbro and Turbro. Um, Cherry Evans was so good in this game. That step that he put on Toa, where he's, in, he's into the backfield, there's no one there. The guy should be tackled for all money. He's not incredibly fast. But first of all, actually, he's backing up play. Every time you ever see something happening in Manly, he's always the first person to be screaming... The ball. He's such a great. He's having one of his best seasons. He's Terry Lamb-esque, where he's always whenever there's mm. a break, he's always there. But then he gets into the backfield and just like slides right, comes back left, slides. Oh no, back on the inside. And tells us, no, no idea. Yeah, thank
1: you. He, um, I think his head's just so aerodynamic. It's like a little pin. <laughs> he just carves through the air. He can, he can nip through lines and follow people. Uh, like no one else, he's one of the best support play yeah. halfbacks in the game, easily. Yeah. Um, his vision has been incredible. Yeah. His kicking's been great. Um, yeah. I think Cherubin's having one of his best seasons.
0: Yeah. Uh, and it was cute that Burbro got the thing. I mean, he played well enough, and then two tries. You know, that was great. Tigers Hastings was number three, Gardner number two, and Peachy number one. It's so good for Peachy to, to be up there, and I think he deserved it this time. Obviously Hastings constantly copying it, but he said to Pow Brooks Toa. Bulling Moore and Kapoa, unlucky not to get points. Now, Tapao was so bad last week. He almost cost them the game. Um, and so, it's good to see him up there. And Brooks as well. Uh, at princess underscore Han underscore said, we jumped the Titans on the ladder. How good is it losing and jumping teams on ladders? I mean, I've got a lot of Titans fans who I love. <laughs> That's so but that good. that was great. <laughs> Because yeah, you lost by less? But we, lo- Yeah, they're, 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 oh. <laughs> we lost by less, they lost by more, and we jumped them in just <laughs> on points differential. How good. Speaking of cows, cows versus bronze for Johns. Let's look at bronze first. At Tom underscore WD68 said, Knights are a poor footy team. And at Aaron Clark underscore 19 said, it's official, Newcastle suck.
1: Is that Aaron Clark who plays for the <laughs> Titans? <laughs> that that would s- be brutal.
0: <laughs> uh, so new fans are not feeling it. How are you seeing them at the moment?
1: Oh, man, it hurts. Because Newcastle, I feel, a lot of people have a soft spot for Newcastle. Yeah. You know, they're um, you know, diehard rugby league town. Uh, it's a team you want to see doing well, and they've just got nothing going on. It seems like they're out of answers. And they've got some guns playing. You can't expect Caelan Ponga to do it all, though. And I think that's sort of... I think there's a lot of players looking to someone else to, to pick up the slack. Mm. Um or to, to make a play, you know? They'll, they'll be like, oh, I'll follow you, but you do the, the hard work, or um, it's, it's sad to see. And I think the Cowboys just really showed that they're legit mm. at this time of year.
0: Kalen was also uh, put on an excellent pass, I can't remember which part of the game, maybe the second half sometime, where they're running and he's doing his classic, like drifting across, gets on the outside of his guy, making everyone, all the defensive line outside him, now worried about manning up. And then throws a face ball across two of them, should have hit the winger, but he's not, not he's right, overrun it. Been. Yeah, he's yeah, like, Oh I mean if we're gonna rely totally on Kaylin, then everyone needs to be perfectly in line with Kalen. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was an excellent ball, the play was on, yeah. but you've just overrun it. And, and you that know was his one chance. Yeah. That's like his go to. <laughs> yeah.
1: And that face ball that he throws. Oh it's hectic. Right to left. It's yeah.
0: unreal. And so, that was your one, Knights aren't getting many chances, and when they bomb big ones, you just, as a fan, I was just like, oh, and I was liking the Cows, it was a good game for me, because I really liked watching both teams, but it was just, that really upset me.
1: Yeah, it's it's tough. Um, and, like, going back to what we said about Kaylin not being able to do it all, Jake Clifford was killing it at the start of the year, yeah. he's sort of just fallen off, and I don't know whether he's carrying an injury, or he's lost confidence, or... Or what's going on? But he was he was topping the Dally M's after I think three rounds at the start of the year. Uh Like three points, three points, and you know one point or something. And um, yeah, I think I think he just needs to find his mojo. I think Caitlin just needs one person to bounce off or or one other person to put their hand up so that the defence isn't just going, oh sweet, well we're just going to keep an eye on this beautiful man, (laughs) make sure he can't big throbber.
0: Uh, okay so let's now let's talk about this bloke though on, on the cow side at Campo 37 said I've seen enough Scott Drinkwater must wear the fullback jersey for for country origin in their annual clash uh, with their rivals and at Harry Rampage said Scott Drinkwater is an attacking wizard his highlight reel over the past few seasons would be footy porn now he someone was trying to tell me on Twitter that is that like obviously Hamasai uh, Fibbo no, ta- thank you is obviously injured he came back in this game for the last bit so he's a fullback he, so he, like where do they captain? fit this just unreal like they drink water's got to go somewhere or it's got to be put somewhere in there he's so good i
1: Which, think i think he him going to fullback has been a revelation and he was he played there last year and carved and um they gave Ham, the hammer the start this year Yeah. Um got injured he came back last week came on the last like 15 minutes scored a junk try but showed what he can do hes still got the pace and yep. the, the deception and the evasion um, He didn't do he didn't have to do too much in this game either. You can't put him really in the centers because Val Holmes is one of the best centers in the competition. who the was
0: their fullback right like they signed him for it like they just <laughs> yes, yes, they're incredible right. at the moment yeah
1: and then who's the other center Is it Peter Hiku? Yeah who's, who's also solid and,
0: as <laughs> but also he, I mean he had a dip he used to be great for manly he probably had a dip-ish in the Warriors disappeared he's come back and he's almost in career best form as well like he's the whole back line I think you're right it's about coaching like they're all believing or they're all just doing exactly what they need to do for that system to work
1: yeah and where do you fit the hammer who's a state of origin he played centres I think state of origin he um, came on yeah
0: or 14 or something yeah
1: yeah um, and he's, he's getting barely any time off your bench like you've got to I mean if it's working it's working I
0: know that's the hardest thing about it but that doesn't mean that when you bring a hammer back it doesn't work better like it's that's
1: that's a hard mm. I know what could you do would you put that just put him on the wing he's fast as hell catch yeah. the ball but
0: you've got Kyle Felt on one wing who's also back to yeah yeah. and uh, then
1: Murray Tualangi is a good yeah. he's really good at getting you out of the yardage
0: and in fact Tualangi I think I ended up giving I was the um, I was the hyper person for this and I think I ended up giving heaps of points to Tualangi so they're just I mean, it's an ex. I hate this adage, but the, uh, the old, it's a great headache we'll to have. have or it. I can <laughs> help. It's one of my least favourites, but the, um, he's got it. Peyton's got it, he's to, and he's just making... And the thing is that they'll probably have someone else down there who's also up there who's also really great, and they'll, you know, do something when someone else gets injured. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Anything else on this?
1: No. Nah, score? Uh, the score in this game was... Uh, 36 to 16.
0: And at Miss underscore Mayor said, more than two points. She was so happy as a Newcastle fan to finally get more than two points, which is why they have been stuck for so long. <laughs> Newcastle 3-2-1 Newcastle was Tex Hoy. I thought it was really great. Leo Thompson and Kalen Pong ended up with the one. Although Kalen just got in there just through pure effort. Mm. I really didn't have anyone else as the one. It was hard. It was hard. Sad. It was hard. <laughs> Three, two, one for cows, though. I had Murray Talangi, uh Jeremiah Nanai Oh, so good. Here's the other centre in this, who's just, or is he a second no, rower? Actually, yeah, roll. yeah, yeah. But he plays like I said. He's got the speed and and the yeah. knowledge of where to be. Like
1: oh. also happens to be built like a fridge. Like he's, <laughs> he's an absolute beast.
0: Long torso. Uh, and Scotty Drinkwater also was the one at South. Dan tweeted Ponga spilling a bomb and Chad Townsend blowing an overlap. It sings There's so little things in life, and I just love that he's off.
1: He's off. He hates it it all.
0: (laughs) But he loves hating it all. Yeah. Uh, Great.
2: I'm no expert. I just love the game. But more than that, I love the community. If you're a fan of Rugby League or the NRL, you'll love Big T's T's unique affordable and made for fans find a link to the online store in the show notes below you'd look good in one of big t's tees i am Ally, and i'm lulu and this is lulu, lulu and Ally's footy tipping. tipping so what round is it lulu round 10 10 correct let me just get my tipping up okay right, so i did pretty bad in the last round yeah. the end was successful but I got three wrong, which sucks. All hey, right, round ten. Bulldogs and Knights? Uh, knights, yeah, I think that too. Oh, but Knights have lost. this 16th, but Bulldogs are 15th. Hmm. I think this is the only time I'll tip the Knights. Oh, I'm going to change it to the Bulldogs. Seagulls Eagles and Broncos? Seagulls, no, I took Broncos. Seagulls has higher um, higher user tips, higher on the ladder, and have more percentage on head to head. Yeah, but still I'm going Seagulls. Warriors and rabbidos? Rabbidos. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Lost against the Broncos so. though. tied Titans and Dragons. Titans. Dragons. <gasps> oh. Storms and Oh this is the hard one. Storms and Panthers. Uh in Storm. Panthers did just lost to the eels. Oh yeah, but that was just by one point. And I and it was by two. Uh, but still, still. But I th- gonna go Storms. Yeah. Sharks and Raiders? Uh a lot of sharks. Roosters and eels? Roosters. I think eels. And what's the margin for you? Eight. I'm going to go six. Okay. Tigers and cowboys? Tigers.
0: Tigers.
2: Tigers. Yeah. Okay, well, that's the end of round ten. Yep. And we'll see you in the next recording.
0: Yep. See ya.
2: Bye.
0: Bye. So my beautiful nephews have just tipped. Bloody hell. Bulldogs and Knights. Bulldogs are favourites, I've just seen. That's hectic. Bulldogs are going to be lucky a week.
1: I don't think they've been favourites for a game for three years. Three
0: years. years. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, and then I also think Sea Eagles and Broncos could be a good game. There's a couple of good games to start that thing. I think Storm Panthers? You'll beat Huge. the Warriors. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: It's the bounce back bunnies. It's a, it's a sure thing. That's got to be it.
0: Fuck, I don't know what's happening there. Also Titans and Dragons, I don't know. I I think I'll tip Dragons, but I don't know what's going on there. I think the Sharks probably beat Raiders. Is is there a lock here this week? What's Bloody hell. I think it's got to be the Bunnies
1: over the Warriors. The way the Warriors couldn't beat a 12-man Sharks team um, who was actually down at 11 players for a time and they couldn't get a line break. Um, That's pretty... I shouldn't laugh. No, it's pretty sad. Well, I love the Warriors too, but you watch that and you go, what? What's happening? Like as soon as the first, as when Will Kennedy got sent off for one of the great all-time head highs, <laughs> two,
0: two legs off the ground, jumping yeah. that high to swing him. Yeah, um, feel good but, talking it down, by the way. Oh, there's nothing in it. <laughs> yeah, just it's you know, yeah, he, he doesn't have a swinging arm, is what he says. It's not a swinging arm. He's just got it out there. It's, oh uh, gosh, let that, that's that one exactly go. Exactly right. You just
1: that's what's called the coat hanger. You just <laughs> leave it out. Um, yeah, I think. I think they're going to do it tough against the Bunnies, who are probably pretty dirty on themselves after this weekend. Um, so, yeah, bounce back Bunnies for my sure thing. And game of the round, I reckon right, it's got to be Storm <sighs> Panthers. I mean, it's got to be, but
0: there are a bunch. There's going to be so many here Bruce that be good. Hold on, is this magic round? It is. Holy crap, I'll be live for all of them. This is unreal. I, didn't, I wasn't even thinking about that. That's excellent, and I don't have to watch, I deliberately, I think I told you this, I deliberately have my flight coming home during the Tigers-Cows game, so I don't have to watch it. I can just, just land just no land and then, <laughs> oh. and then uh, find out the result, and then I can choose if I watch the whole game or just the uh, mini highlight. The, um, I also think my luck's probably going to be the Cronulla Raiders. I think Raiders, Cronulla oh. had that had that dip mm-hmm. last week but looked good this round, and, and the Raiders, although one, I still don't see them as doing a great job. Uh, there was one other thing I wanted to talk about. That I, well, Melbourne, Melbourne. Someone tweeted the other day: If Melbourne don't win by, if Melbourne, don't put fifty on the Panthers, then it should be a loss because um, they've scored seventy, forty, fifty. Like they're they're one hundred and sixty to twelve, I think, over the last three games. Like that's a fucking outrageous. Yeah. yeah, it's so good. I mean, it's terrible, but it's so good. And so it'll be great to see how they can, what they can make happen
1: there. Yeah, and the Panth- Panthers bouncing back from their first loss in. Forty games or whatever yeah. it is. Well, no,
0: because you beat them. Well, someone beat, Eels they, beat them. They got beat in the, print, in the finals. Finals, yeah, last yeah 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 But
1: yeah, like you know, they've only lost a couple in the last few years. I think so. they
0: lost two games last year. They lost to us during um, the
1: Origin period. Yeah,
0: or? where it was a, an illegitimate joy win, was yeah. what a lot of their fans were <laughs> calling it. Yeah. And, uh, and then the one in the finals. Did um did oh no Well, I think Eels and Roosters should be really good. But I don't think it will be. What do you think? The Roosters aren't quite there yet? I think they're cooked at the moment. They mm-hmm. need a couple of rounds. They need to beat up on some people and come back. Oh, but the other thing I was going to say about that that Warriors game was... I was refereeing for the first time on uh, Sunday. My legs and feet are absolutely cooked. But there was a game where there was one team that started with 11... And the other team started with 5 plus, so 18. So they had one team at 18. They had 5 on the bench and then 13 on the field. The other one had 11 but was running with 10 so that they could have at least one sub. Freshie. Yeah, Yeah, Detroit. And, and for the first half, it was 6-0. The other team was only winning by 6-0. And the, and the blue team, who only had 11 players, came off like just blowing each other. Like, this is unreal. We're killing it. We're killing it. And all they did was a classic Queensland stuff where they just kept, within the laws of the game, getting in the Neagle. Like just holding down a little bit extra, really giving the big woohoo's hoos when they, the other guy would drop the ball. And the and the white team was just losing their cool and getting into a fight. So we ended up beating two of the white teams because it just... Because every time something would happen, the 11-person the, the team would be like, with 11 players, we're killing with 11. You know, they were just yeah, really right in their in heads. Place. It was hectic. That's awesome. Yeah, it what was... A, I mean, they blew it out in the... Towards the very end of the game, they blew it out. Fatigue or it just set Oh, in. for sure. And, but also the blue team, the Niggler then got to them too and they were also mouthing off and everyone, they were under 19, so everyone was constantly oh. looking to punch on and it was it a was time. But then they also then would go behind the, they would go behind the goalposts after a try and they're just like, can we call it? Like, yeah. they would calling the referee, can we call it? Blow the whistle. Oh. And so they were, they were mentally cooked. But it was, uh, <clears throat> at least they could, unlike the Warriors, they were getting it done for a period of time
1: yeah well Manley last week scored two tries with a man down yeah. against Seas
0: can happen Wowman's well, bit of news uh, I haven't got the Hyper M's table but I did want to tell you this so the NRL dally M Pappenhausen's on the top Isaiah Yo, Ben Hunt Mitch Moses Nico Hines Daly cherry Evans is in there too then the League Unlimited, which is the online magazine that runs, has Daily Cherry Evans at number one, Cameron Munster number two, Nico Hines, Mitchell Moses, Jerome Hughes, Ben Hunt, Pappenhausen's barely at the top. But then we know that the Hyper M's last week had Pappenhausen, Munster, and I can't remember after that. So Pappenhausen is at the top of the Daily Ams, but not the League Unlimited one. Pappenhausen's is at the top of the Hyper M's. But camera, so is Cameron Munster. Cameron Munster isn't anywhere near the, the real Daly Ems one. Like it's a really weird system. I just wanted to point it out because the hyper M's and the league unlimited is a lot more similar, whereas the Daly Ams is out there. Yeah. Like how is Talakai that high up? Still he had one good game. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, well, I just, what well, Walker?
1: I'm looking at, like what's doing? Sam Walker. Yeah. yeah, come on. What is? I'm looking at the league unlimited one though. and Every single player there until you get to Pappy. Um, is a half oh shit you're but right then you look at the legitimate dally and you see isaiah yo and i would i would argue that he has almost as much impact on more games like he's more consistently having an impact than a half like i feel like these yep, halves yep. are having big games winning games on their own but then going missing because mm. isaiah yo every game is is having a really large impact so seeing no forwards in the league unlimited one as a former forward you know <laughs> stings a little yeah. Um, and where where's the hyperams? No hyperams.
0: I know. Hitting it with Mother's Day, he said he didn't get it done in time. We'll Fair leave, enough. We'll give him a a leave pass. Do you have any other news? Or are you good? Good to go.
2: We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole sixty minutes, and we bloody love yous.
0: We found the way to another end of an app for all you legends who listened all the way through. Thank you so much. We hope you play as well as Melbourne and Penrith will this weekend. Odin, it's a pleasure to be on the cloud table with you again.
1: Yeah, mate, thanks for having me. Always a pleasure, never a (laughs) (laughs) chore.
0: We'll talk to you next time, Sports Best Friends. Sports Best Friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end. You are our kind of people. Find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing. And remember, social media isn't a bad place. You just need to follow the right people.